Welcome to the finale of our super special edition of the Secondary Heroes podcast where we talked everything Game of Thrones. We previously focused on every single episode of season eight, and now we're going to go back and talk about seasons one through seven of our favorite parts and just the best parts of the series that we were all hooked on. That's right. And if you haven't watched the show yet, how the hell are you here? Why are you listening? Ah, listen anyways. We're fun. So enjoy it and learn about Game of Thrones because it's a great show. Yeah, it's pretty Here we go. <laughs> spoiler alert. That's what I was meant to, meaning to get to. Well, we are going oh, to spoil This is going to be spoilers. So here we go. In my opinion, the show was off to a great start. Some fantastic seasons here, even though it may not have ended the way we wanted to. So definitely check out those episodes. But uh, every aspect of the show is phenomenal. What do you guys think overall? Josh, what'd you go? What'd yeah, you think? Josh, you have a different perspective. Yeah, you're you brand know, new to it. Excluding season eight, I think it was phenomenal. I think cool. just the story that they they made for each character was amazing. So for me, I mean, I I found myself really looking forward to seeing these different characters' arcs as you went through the stories. So to me, it's just overall the writers they created a a great experience for fans and just people just watching it. So for me, I I'm hooked uh, to wanting to know more about it beyond. Oh. Where it's at, so maybe I'll dive into the books. So we'll see. Oh, Ooh. yeah. I'm thinking I'll of back up into the everything books you just yeah. said. Dive yeah. into the books. I'm, it's good stuff in there. I'll piggy off that. Piggyback off that because yeah, absolutely. They created this whole world that was just phenomenal to come back to. Every so, me and my wife, we actually started the show late. Uh, like maybe if it was in his fourth season, and we decided, oh, let's give it a try. And no joke, man, it was like binge watching just bam 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 i mean we would stay up to like one or two in the morning just watching the show so yeah that's yeah the special. episodes did a really good job of leaving you with a cliffhanger every episode like you had to watch the next one because so there's so many moving parts to every episode and everything can change on a dime um unexpectedly and it did and so it many did. different occurrences <laughs> so many times good lord yeah unexpected actually if you want to start at the very like the first one that i can think of off the top of my head was getting rid or killing off your main character in the ninth episode of season yeah, one and yeah. that i think you behead you you behead uh Ned i think Stark, that's what put it main on the character. map a lot yeah. of people yeah, oh, for sure. weren't really paying attention to the show. It was, you know, I'm sure it got decent ratings, but it really skyrocketed at that point. People are like, "Oh my gosh, you have to watch this, this up, this TV show." And well, who would have yeah. thought? Who would have thought that just? And then, oh, actually, I'm looking at a picture right now of right before he gets beheaded, and you can see Joffrey's face all like giddy because he's gonna lose his I know. head. Oh, it, that is just so wild that they yeah, did great that. Great casting for a lot of the characters, great writing. And um, um, I know Trevor's with me on this, but the set dressings and the costumes are phenomenal. The detail yeah. in the backgrounds of the every detail. scene. So much Of detail. every episode. Yeah, it's absolutely insane just to see how much time they brought George R. R. Martin's vision to life. You know, he could describe it as till it's blue in the face, but to actually see it on screen... Mm-hmm. Is absolutely incredible. And they didn't yeah. have, even have to go into some detail that they did because there's some, you know, like in dresses that you'll see sequence work that you'll never look, you know, able to see on film that they that they did. And uh, just phenomenal. Yeah. 
It's amazing how they switch out dresses so much. Like, did Daenerys have like a seamstress with her when she's traveling around? Oh, I'm sure the Unsullied like, the later <laughs> know what they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, for sure. They're probably right? bored around, so they, you know, learned how to stitch a few things. Yeah, yeah it's not like they're sitting there playing golf blitz on their phone. <laughs> <all day. laughs> Shout out to golf blitz. <laughs> no, that's true. That game is too addicting, man. I can't yeah. put it down. Not as addicting as Game of Thrones to me, but... That's just me yes, personally. Yes, absolutely. 100%. And but, so, you know, this season or this series did an amazing job of having every single season have episode 9 be the climax and episode 10 actually be the setup for the yeah. following season rather than, you know, it being like season finale as every other show in the past has done. Mm. And, you know, you yeah. have, like DeLorean said, season 1, we chop off Ned to head in episode 9. Season 2, we have Battle Blackwater Bay. Season 3, we have The Red Wedding. Season 4... We have the Watchers on the Wall fight against the Wildlings trying to come over. Season 5, we have Hard Homes actually in Episode 8. And then Season 6, Battle of the Bastards. Crazy. Those are some crazy episodes. And yeah, you would expect that to be the last episode, and it wasn't. So it was also unexpected, I think. That was kind of a trend. Yeah, Yeah, which is your favorite? Yeah, for sure. Hmm. Well, my my, my favorite is always going to be the Battle of Blackwater. That was such a phenomenal episode of television. And why, though? You just, you just say declare statements back. <laughs> well, up I was hoping the other opinion, two were going to yeah? tell me what theirs were, so I was going to bounce off of them. But yeah, sure. Fair enough. I'll, I'll, I'll go. go for I mean, okay. uh, for me, it was the Red Wedding, just because ever since oh, uh, yeah. the, the beheading of Ned Stark, that domino effect of, of the Starks wanting to get back at the Lannisters and uh, Arya's journey to try to get back to her family when she was right there to get to her brother Rob and her mom, it was so tough to. To watch the movie, it just created that sense of you know what, you know something was gonna happen with Arya. Arya is gonna use her revenge towards everybody else and add people onto that list of hers. And to her to see how she had changed from being such an innocent girl to wanting to become a, uh, and not so much a murderer, but like a, uh, a person that's trying to seek out revenge by killing whoever's in her way from keeping her from yeah. doing it. Yeah. Well, we saw how well that whole uh, list yeah. came out at the end. So. Sorry, I can't keep going back to, to season eight. It's My too bad. easy. You see all these enticing is, pieces from these earlier seasons that yeah. are just dropped on the ground and shatter, kind of like the Night King. Oh, <laughs> or Faceless Man, or good Lord, all that. Anyways, no, uh, for me, I, one, of the, one of the big like turning points for me, I thought was, or not turning points, but just really cool scene, like real, that really kind of like, Oh my God, this is happening! It was uh, when the mountain fought the viper, mm-hmm. was, or I think that was yeah. the name of the title. Yeah, was season no, four, episode maybe eight. it was. Yeah, over and against. Yeah, it was mountain. episode eight. Yeah, that was awesome because that whole fight was supposed to be for Tyrion's freedom again. Okay. I, I mean, this guy was constantly doing. Uh, <clears throat> oh, I'm gonna do a battle, yeah, and I want someone combat? awesome to <laughs> battle for me. Trial by combat, and he always had someone really good fighter. <laughs> Like, I mean, the Viper was awesome watching that, but he got too cocky. And then, oh, I love when he's declared, you know, he gets so arrogant. (laughs) Tell us our name. Oh, totally. (laughs) Totally. No, he thought he had it won. And I, you know, and I knew it. My God, that's not going to happen. He squishes his head between his hands like watermelon. (laughs) That's an amazing sequence. Yeah. I'm like, oh, there goes Tyrion. That was really cool. (laughs) And it did. Well, and that was the thing. I I immediately thought, oh, great. They're going to get rid of Tyrion now. How How is he going to get out yeah. of this? And that was one thing about Tyrion that made this show so fun is like he kept getting himself into <laughs> all these predicaments where it's like, 
how is he going to do it this yeah. time? Mm-hmm. Like he had a way with words every time. And it was like, just, it was awesome. I mean, uh, Trevor, you even said one of the main things about the show was that dialogue and the long, like monologues and stuff like that, where, yeah, you can talk your way out of a situation. And it was some, yeah, he did a lot it of times right he did. in season one where, I mean, the whole brawn fight when he's in prison up in the veil. But then when he comes down, he runs into that, whatever they're called, those wild people who lived south of the veil. Right. And he gets them on their side to go fight Rob with the Lannister army. Yeah. So wild. Yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> oh, man. What about for and you, Trevor? For me, yeah, I have Siri always telling me what's going on during our podcast. <laughs> every Siri episode, have to say about it. every episode, Siri has to say hello. <laughs> she loves Game of Thrones. She just wanted to get a little shout in. <laughs> By the way, that's going to be like a little Easter egg for anybody that goes back. If you can tell us the time code of every time you hear Trevor's Siri go off, uh, you might win a prize. <laughs> I like Game of Thrones. But, you know, what I was really noticing on when rewatching it kind of for the first time is how much Arya has such an impactful point with everybody. You know, she starts off with those amazing conversations with Tywin. Her and Tywin, when she's just like the little food girl or whatever, are amazing conversations. You know, she talks about the past Targaryen dynasties and Mm -hmm. all the things she strives to do. And then she jumps to go live with the Hound. And she has great conversations with him about mortality and villainy and all that kind of stuff. Oh, that's the best And then she duo. goes to the house of the black and white and she mm-hmm. has all the conversations with the no-face man. And she's just always been a central figure for these great conversations. Oh, yeah, for sure. She's a great character, great actor. Um, and obviously that's probably why they, they had her kill the Night King at the end. I think it was deserved. Um, may not have always made sense according to certain, you know, mythology aspects of the show, but, um, I think she was deserved of her character at least. Yeah. Macy Williams did a phenomenal job at bringing that character to life. I mean, everything she did was very, very cool. I mean, even, even in the first season when she was learning how to sword fight with the guy in Westeros, the, um, he was from Dorne, Mm -hmm. right? No, he's the best sword. Yeah. That's the Bravos. Oh, Bravos. That's what it was. Yes. That guy was awesome. Mm. And that was the first time that we hear the line. What do we say to the God of death? Not today. Not today. Love that scene. Love everything about that guy. At that age, if she would become, you know, a great actress or not, you know, it's always tricky, you know, when you cast child actors. So Mm -hmm. I think they they got lucky. Yeah, I think a, yeah, I think a, a a really, uh, a good, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Well, a good example of a bad one would be from Modern Family. That little, the little (laughs) baby that grew up in front of her eyes, she turned into such a terrible actress. Yeah, you know, it happens. I don't know why I thought of that, but I did. I thought you were thinking of Sophie Turner, but... (laughs) I thought you were going to go to as well, but I wasn't going to touch that. Dude, Sophie Turner did great. All she had to do was put on one face throughout the entire show. Yeah, sad face. She wore it well. Sad face. Every episode, even in the last episode when she became I queen, guess I'm queen now. of whatever, she had a she had a little skull on Happy her face. Times. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the way she was. Happy times. <laughs> but man, what I mean, this show had a scale, a scope and scale that you just don't see, even in like most films, in my opinion. Um, I almost wonder, I, I haven't looked at the budget for each season, but I wonder what the budget was for each season, if it was more um, like individual episodes were more than probably most films, I would imagine. I don't 
not individual episodes. I say individual seasons. Okay. I, I, I don't know. I was. I would yeah. be curious to see what the figures are. So I'm sure there are some. It just I don't know. I figured it's must definitely be gone up. They, they, I mean, they change you as watch you get uh, season four when Daenerys escapes the fighting pit on Marine. Mm-hmm. She's on Drogon's back, and it's like terrible CGI when she's flying away yeah, on his that. back. And then, of course, season eight when she's burning King's Landing. Yeah, that's about as authentic as I can yeah. expect a dragon <laughs> burning down a whole city. That's true. <laughs> Yeah, that was good. Josh, you had oh, yeah, something to say? Oh, yeah, it's just like I was listening and reading some stuff as uh, you, you see each season progress. Like you see in first season how they never really showed how uh, Jamie got captured because back then when they first started, they couldn't show these battle sequences. So as the season went further, they started showing battle sequences because as they're making, obviously they're making more money. Mm. So then as each season progressed, more money kept on coming in. They could make more, like an episode a lot better, a lot more visuals and stuff like that, so. Well, it's interesting then that that the later seasons do have, you know, episodes devoted to giant battles, whereas the the beginning episodes and seasons really had a lot more dialogue and, you know, character driven episodes, I guess. Yeah, Everything was happening in the background. Yeah, which is fine. I mean, I enjoy both aspects. I think it it lost its balance a bit in the final, you know, couple seasons. But uh, yeah, those for the first, I would say first probably five seasons were just uh, phenomenal for balancing action and dialogue and character development and all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause I, I think the action sequences are beautiful. They're amazingly choreographed, but they're kind of a crutch to get through the parts where you don't know how to potentially describe it or get out of it with words. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, and the interesting thing is, is a show that is so, uh, driven by great dialogue and such it's a surprise that it did become such a big hit because a lot of times I don't care about dialogue. A I don't care don't, about yeah. that stuff at yeah. all. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I'm I'm kind of the normie out of this stuff where, yeah, I don't Do care. Do you think it was the but balance? At the end of the day, yeah. I think it was huh. the balance that really brought everything okay. together. Yeah. But here's the thing is the dialogue was just so damn it good was. in the show that it always kept, I mean, it kept me around. It kept all these other people who are now obsessed over the, sh- over the show as oh, well. Yeah. Yeah. People quote so, it all the time too, you know, it's on all sorts of yeah. memes oh, and posters sure. and everything. Absolutely. I mean, just some of the highlight kind of dialogue sequences, season two, episode eight, Stannis is talking to Davos on the ship before they get to Blackwater. And he starts talking about you being the onion knight and how you start from nothing. And then he goes and transitions to describing what he's talking about or what he was doing at Robert's War. Like, we ate the horses, then we ate the cats, and then we ate the glue from the books because they're part horses or whatever. Right. It's Stannis is a really annoying character. He, his only purpose is to kind of to just help the Lannisters by default. By default, and, yes. <laughs> That's a good point. He still has these great sequences because he's so heartless and cold to his family members pretty much everybody i mean he burns his daughter yep and he still has this uh, great sequence of just being worst. like super general when we knew robert's like this super outgoing character this like larger than life character and he's his younger brother living in his shadow his whole life and mm. he just goes by the book super soldier kind of idea yeah that's true i do like that character though even though he was annoying at the end <laughs> It, it, it's a good character. He's just super. Everything that he did always yep. went like blew up in his face and helped the Lannisters somehow. And it was great. <laughs> Anything that helped them, my favorite family. Oh yeah, that was great. But it was weird. I mean, around the end, uh, around the beginning, it felt like they were really pushing for him because of the whole Red Witch and having the Red Witch kill the uh, kill Rob Stark. 
with the smoke monster or whatever the hell that was. Oh, she kills Renly with that. She uses the leeches to kill Rob. Yeah, Renly. And, I'm uh, sorry. That's yeah. Joffrey, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, no. Joffrey died from poison from the No, but the it's, it's Rose from one of the leeches queen. that Stannis, that the Red Witch takes off of Jennery's body. It has the king's blood, and that's... She's, he names three people. <laughs> uh, like, you can say there's okay. a connection or not, <laughs> but say. It, it's the Red Witch yeah. who puts it in motion. Yeah, the grander scheme of things. Cool. The Red Witch, the Lord of Light, whoever. Well, I think... I, I mean... That's hard to say just because the fact that everybody wanted Joffrey dead, regardless of, of if someone was to say it to the Red it's Witch or not. It doesn't matter if you believe in the Lord of Light after yes, that point. eight seasons or not. <laughs> and do you believe, Trevor? No. No, huh? Because <laughs> I don't know what the Lord of Light's purpose I was meant bringing sarcastically. John back. Okay, that's what I want to know. Why did he bring John back? Why would the Lord of Light care to kill Daenerys? Because that's all John did after he's brought back from li- to life. Walter, or even what about the guy who came back sixteen times? I mean, well, Beric was to help him. Arya to defeat the Night King. Yeah. There's no reason to bring John back. <laughs> no, there. Re- no, absolutely not. After what we saw, yeah. Well, anyways, that's because, we're not getting that's into season eight. eight. I have to. Eight I have to remind myself. It, it just sucks that everything just crumbled down at that. Was, anyways, yes. We please, could pretend that season eight didn't happen and talk about how awesome the whole prophecy of Azora High is and the prince who was promised and all that fun stuff and Cersei's legacy. I mean, her prophecy. But yeah, it all kind of went to nothing. Prophecies only halved. Too. I know. So it's like, <laughs> but those were great. Like it was great to to live through all of that, even with the mm-hmm. disappointment, unfortunately, of it not being fulfilled. Um, just the flow of deaths too. Like, you know, there's shock value, but when you have a cast that's so large, hmm. you can kill people and it doesn't really impact your greater cast. True. And yeah. so they could kept killing people season after season. Like, you know, episode nine of season three, red wedding, we kill Rob, we kill Catelyn, we kill Rob's pregnant wife. And right here, we start up season four, episode two, we kill Joffrey. You know, yeah. it's not like we waited all the way until the end of season four. We're just like, boom, we're full steam ahead. Like, here we people. go. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Full <laughs> on. Yeah, there's so Which many characters. Awesome. It's an awesome sequence, too. It is. Season four, episode two. One of my favorites. It's such Josh a good one. <laughs> Well, and season four, I mean, season four had a lot of tremendous, big, impactful things happen. For instance, like uh, uh, Tyrion killing his dad. Yeah, kind of yep. lost it there, but yeah, that was huge in the show. Yeah, I mean, it's not as big as having uh, Joffrey die, but yeah, I mean, that was a pretty big death. Yeah, yeah when Tyrion kills his own dad, because Tywin's kind of in charge, he's taken over Tommen completely. Mm-hmm. You know, he's manipulated him oh, perfectly. Yeah, totally. he wants, he's basically the king behind the king at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they just dis- well, and and that's what led to the whole mountain and viper fight too was that killing of Tyrion or not Tyrion, but uh, Tywin. You know, yeah, Joffrey. Papa right. Lannister. Yeah, yeah. They did such a great job of uh, getting you to hate a bunch of these characters. So when their death scenes came, it was kind of like a, a cheering moment to see that's finally happened. I know, so, finally. Except for one who got paled by some pile of rocks. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> I thought we were talking I about know. season eight. Yeah. <laughs> pile of, I thought we weren't yeah, doing, that we're doing that. Is my most hated part of season eight. Well, that's true because I did want to see Arya do it, <laughs> right? I wanted to see anybody do it. Anybody, anybody would have yeah. worked in that. Any one. person okay. that wasn't. We've already rock. discussed this. <laughs> <laughs> so overall, barring eight, eight, season eight aside, who was like your favorite character? Not necessarily the best character, but your Ooh. personal favorite. Okay. 
Like I said, I think Arya. Yeah, Arya. just Arya. because of what I said about the dialogue between different characters. She interacts, it seems like, with the most different people. Yes, yeah, so mm-hmm. that's a great choice. What about you, Deloren? What are your thoughts? I almost want to go Bronn. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, the cell yeah, sword. Yeah. The guy, mm-hmm. he he brought a whole like comedy aspect to the whole thing. I mean, it was just he was just fun to watch. Every time he was on, if he was fighting, he was fighting like a. I don't want to say bad words, but he was <laughs> yeah. awesome. I'll, I'll just say he was awesome. Yeah, he always had and when he, he, even his fur killing people. He always had yes, <laughs> and he was exactly. a great character. He always had something really cool to say while he was and killing. He was on you, his own so. side. He wasn't on anybody. Yeah, anybody. He's like a hired himself. assassin. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I liked. Oh my god! And then the faceless man. Oh, yeah. I wish he would have had more yeah. to do because he was. Yeah. Perfect. So my favorite was the Hound. So close, I would say Arya would be mm-hmm. a close second, but the Hound was my favorite overall the seasons. I think his, his story arc, I was not expecting that from that character at all. That's pretty good. And I thought he was just going to be this bastard that was going to end up killing, you know, the kids, the Stark kids, and he ended up protecting them, and it was phenomenal. And his lines were hilarious. Oh, Just God. a great he, he actor. He has more comedy great than lines. Anybody. Oh, yeah. And great they action sequences. Sequence. Oh, yeah. the chickens. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I won't swear on here, but what a great, what a great line. <laughs> and then he fights Brienne. One of my favorite fight scenes probably oh, in the history yes. of film is their fight scene on top of the hill. Mm. I love that when they meet back up, he, he actually has like respect. Yeah. Oh yeah. How can you not? After it all. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. He him. was like, you yeah. beat me. You're like the only one who's that beaten was great. me. Yeah. We get yeah. that whole kill me sequence too. That whole predator. Kill me. <laughs> Just do kill it. Me. <laughs> I'm here. Do it now. <laughs> Good times. Oh God. But nope. Mm. She did not. I know. And then both Arya and Sansa turned down Brienne's help. Yeah. <laughs> That's oh, true. God, yeah. And then they see her at the end, they're like, oh, well, we should have had your help. Probably. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Well, Sansa, you're a moron. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just a stupid little Who's girl your with worst stupid character? ideas. <laughs> <laughs> Who's the worst character of all the show? It's uh, <laughs> tough. I feel like we can all well, kind I don't of like her on Sansa. Well, you know, Sansa, I was. At the end of this the series, I was thinking of a good ex- a good excuse for her being terrible. I mean, I was thinking for one, <laughs> a good excuse. She lost her dad. She had to see her dad get beheaded. She yeah. lost a lot of her family. Yeah, but Arya did, no, did well, too. We look at everybody's different though. Everybody's- she had to grow up with that. She had to <laughs> she had good, to grow up without fa- with family and parents. So I know that's yeah. same. It's same for Arya and all the other ones. So, and so Bran. she never really Bran has the best story though. Yeah, she, remember she never really <laughs> developed as a human being with her her family around. So yeah. So I I, I was doing my best to give her an excuse for being terrible, you, but it's yeah, give it's, her the benefit of the doubt, yeah. and I think she's still terrible. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. It's it's <laughs> doing it up that way. It's like because like like I said, like, yeah, Joffrey's so good at being someone you despise yes you know it's not like right there's characters you love who are to hate him. that you're just annoying when you're on screen and two for me though one is shay 
She was oh. super annoying the entire time. Oh, How many God, conversations she? could yes. she have with Tyrion saying, oh, my little lion, don't worry. We'll stay together. Who cares? What's anybody going to do? And he's like, literally, my dad controls the entire kingdom. He'll have you killed yeah. without even snapping his fingers. It's a serious threat. And she's like, ah, oh, no. And they talked about it so many different times. Yeah, thank God she died. <laughs> nah, it'll be cool. Don't worry about me, man. <laughs> yeah, I didn't care for that character okay. at all. That- so it's funny because I actually really liked her. I thought that she was an intriguing character. She was fun and she kind of kept. Oh, Josh is shaking his head. <laughs> no, too. Yeah. Uh, well, I liked I liked that she was it made when you as a viewer, it made you kind of on edge because she was that way, because she was like, so. Oh, well, whatever. I'm going to do whatever I want. Type yeah, of thing. I guess so. And then at the end of the day, I mean, Tyrion had to take care yeah. of her. So. Yeah. Yeah, I think the worst character for me was Euron. I think he was just too one-dimensional and pointless. It did yeah. nothing. Oh, See, he ooh, defines kind of to... Dan and David's descent into what they created in season eight. You know, yeah. he's oh, introduced yeah. in season six, and Definitely. he's the perfect definition of what they did to the show. Yep. Yeah, it's just the worst, but uh, whatever. The but that is. Theon, you can jump, you can throw into that boat. Whenever they flew over to the Iron Islands, I could care less about the Iron Islands. Yeah, they I have don't no care either. Important their value to the realm. <laughs> they still don't. Even at the end of the day, they did nothing. I know. So they like, didn't do anything. Yara doesn't show up at all and ever does anything after Theon saves her. And Theon is not a good man. He's terrible. He's annoying. He's pitiful. He doesn't stand up for himself at all. No. Oh. But at the same time, I wouldn't I definitely wouldn't consider him one of the worst characters either, just for the fact that he did have. I mean, he kept I mean, he brought us Ramsey Bolton, like without that Ramsey Bolton stuff. I thought Joffrey would have been the worst bad guy. And then Ramsey Bolton comes around. It's like, yeah, hold my beer. What he's doing. (laughs) Yeah. Good Lord. This guy is awesome awful yes so season six i mean his uh but you needed but you needed (laughs) theon in that situation so right i can't count him yeah as one of the worst i mean i still don't like him (laughs) as a character but yes i get i just don't like the iron islands anyone who originates from there stay off the show (laughs) if they cut him out of the show i don't think the show would be any worse well shoot well hold on no no i'm not gonna go season eight stuff i'm holding back hold back on that (laughs) you know who i haven't talked about a very key character we haven't mentioned her name once who is that female character denarius oh you mean one of the main characters of the show yeah like the main character (sighs) is like the protagonist or antagonist depending on how you look at her she does everything oh god i really so i I was a huge backer of Daenerys. I thought I she should have been. She will always be my queen. <laughs> oh my god! Is that the? By the way, is that the only line that John had in all of season I think eight? So. He also she's said, my I queen. So. She's You're my, my queen. queen. I don't want it. I don't want it. And she's my queen. You're my queen. Exactly. Yeah, oh. That's about it. Wow. How much did he get paid to do that? Right? I feel like I could have taken that role. Cersei got like a million an episode to drink wine and That's stare all she did. into yeah. the distance wine. at CGI awesome. dragon. <laughs> Good for her, man. Good but for anyways, her. Anyways, Daenerys, like, she, she's a great character. I, I never wanted her to be on the Iron Throne personally, but I, I loved her character because she was so mm-hmm. flawed, and I love that about her. Like That's what made her an intriguing character. She was so deeply flawed, and she would not always listen to the people around her. Sometimes she would, yeah. and sometimes she wouldn't, and it would get into trouble and she would not learn from her mistakes um it was just really intriguing i definitely never wanted her on the iron throne um 
Yeah. Well, she just didn't know how to properly no. rule. Yeah. Like she would just go into a city, take over well, the she's city, a child. and then everybody I mean, in the yeah. city's like, "Hey, uh, this is happening," and she's like, "Oh, I don't know how to and fix the thing that. Is, I'm gonna go take over another city." Bye. And the difference between the show and the book is, and I mean, she's supposed to be a 14 year old girl, so it makes sense from mm-hmm. that viewpoint that you know she wouldn't be adult enough to really understand all of that. Yeah. I don't know if that was portrayed well in the show. What's I seen her from I didn't the beginning? Know this. Yeah. You know, from the beginning, she's <laughs> she's so innocent and she's just trying to figure things out. And then once right. she gets married to Cal Drogo, he she sees that she has some power that she can use. And then right. that season it, one was phenomenal. So then, well, she has a great character arc. Yeah. Yes. I mean, there's no doubt about it. To being the scared little girl betrothed to Cal Drogo to be commanding dragons and burning yeah. people in cities and is absolutely amazing. giving nazi speeches and stuff is, <laughs> yeah i mean season three episode four she makes that deal with the unsullied slave owner mm-hmm. in astapor she gives him drogon on the little stick oh, yep. and you're like she's giving away drogon <laughs> it's, like, it's a whole <laughs> no. burn plan and she it. burns the whole damn city with That's the unsullied great. that is a great sequence it of Daenerys. it's such a great scene that was fantastic <laughs> Yeah, that was really cool. I yeah, watching that. the fire before. That's still one of my favorite shots of her, just standing there all mm-hmm. smug with the fire blowing up behind her. Badass. Yes. What a great scene. That was her best outfit, too, the blue. Yep. I think that's her most iconic, yeah. too. Yeah, it's a great mm-hmm. great scene, great episode. Fashion police. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Daenerys. I'm trying to think. Who else was a contender for the throne. I mean, obviously Rob Stark before he, uh, the, Night the Night King. King. Well, was no. the Night King the the worst worst villain ever? Oh man, the worst built-up villain ever. <sighs> built, built up. He was such a cool. I'm, I'm. I've actually got a big picture of him right now in front of me. And I mean, this guy just looks awesome. Season four, episode and eight, that Hardhorn battle where. There, it's just absolute devastation when John's trying to save the wildlings. Then they're on the boat, and he comes up, and he just lifts his arms and, everyone, and raises all yep. the dead. You're like, damn! And then I'm sorry, <laughs> I have to correct you. That was season five, episode nine. Hard, hard. Yeah, home. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Anyways, but yeah, episode great eight. episode. Is that <laughs> is that the one where? Uh, wait, what? It's season five, episode eight. Oh, I thought you said season four, episode nine, or something like that. Anyways, it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. <laughs> uh, it was awesome. It was. Being able to see how he brings the dead back alive and while they're on a boat just watching this happen and he's just doing dead face stare at him. Yeah, that was mean. Great. So mean. Loved it. Yeah, he doesn't need to say one word in the whole thing to be completely menacing. Nope. And you're like, okay, this is an adversary mm-hmm. that they're not going to be able to beat. Right. And then, of course, they came up with some bull to beat him but yeah at the beginning it was like dang <laughs> yeah but the, he his like supernatural uh abilities like just the fact that like uh bran could sit there and hop into a crow and go i'm gonna go search out the night king and then the night king will just dead stare at the crow and oh i don't know it just chilling. yeah he's a cool character yeah. chilling, i like it <clears throat> chilling, oh, chilling. You like that? <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger. Chill out. <laughs> Freeze. I can't do an Arnold impersonation. Yeah, just that was just a disappointing no. with him, though, because, like, for me, I wanted to see more about him, to know more about him. Because, uh, like, for me, I invested in They really I went away him. from the Children of Forest yeah, creating I mean, him kind of story. Yeah. Well, I think it would have... it When we saw Daenerys's uh premonition of the future of where she's walking up to the the throne and it looks like snow everywhere 
I mean, you're you're thinking the Night King dude, is there. The right? Night King got yeah. real yeah. close. Oh, he at least got real yeah, close. Yeah, we all did for a while. But oh man, that would have been awesome. Yeah, I wonder what his true a lot of stuff would have been awesome. <laughs> do you think he wanted? Do you think he wanted the throne, or do you think he just wanted them all dead? Um, he didn't. That's want what the I'm throne. thinking. Yeah. What 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 does he need a throne for? Yeah, he's already king. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. He should have just stayed exactly. on the other side of the wall and not have worried about all this stuff. Do you think any of these secondary characters really wanted the throne? Like maybe they were making plays for it, but secretly wanted it. I know one hmm. who was. Yeah. <laughs> Littlefinger. That's, what I, oh, That's what I was alluding to. Okay. Yeah, I was you know, honestly, Littlefinger might have been my favorite character. Oh, I forget about him because they kind of got rid of him in season. And they also kind of really ruined weekly. him in the last yeah. season too, which sucks. You felt that that was I terrible. Did. Yeah, it it's was not a, a Littlefinger thing. I to loved do. it. He plans his stuff they out let too it. far. Yeah, they didn't know what to do. It was just like how they got rid of Varys. in season eight, we don't know what to do. Okay, Varys was too. Yeah, Varys was too quick. But but with Littlefinger, they led that up. Like they were building on it all season long. Yeah, it was just a, yeah. Like he was setting them up to hate the sisters, hate, yeah. put them, put them against but each I knew, other. You can but see yes. that. And then all of a sudden they were like, oh, we know that. better. Yeah, there's you no know, gain. He has no gain from that. Everything that he always did was his gain. You know, whether it's going and marrying Lady Aaron and then pushing her through the moon roof or right. and then going and trying to get Sansa married to Ramsay. So then he could become Ward in the North in the future because he's now leading Robin. It was always his own self-interest. And then season seven, oh, absolutely. Like, I'm just going to mess with Sansa and Arya because I'm bored. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure the writers thought he had a purpose. Like maybe it was to get rid of Arya so he could marry her, marry Sansa, but it didn't come across that way at all. It was just a hot he, mess. It was so good. I mean, that speech, the climb, you know, about chaos as a ladder and everything descends into utter madness. All these people might fall and they never make the climb again. Exactly. You just keep climbing. People are distracted by love or, you know, the realm or whatever stupid false gods you have. There's only one god and that's the top of the ladder. Yeah, that was a great scene. Yeah, great that's, moment. That's great an character. amazing dialogue sequence. Yeah, a lot of great secondary characters that could have easily become king or queen in my opinion i mean who knows what ferris really wanted i think he could have easily yeah, exactly yeah. Ferris he might want to be king too i don't know because you know at yeah. the start of season five Varys is like we've been following Daenerys from before she was born you know i've had my little birds looking after her. you know robert right. specifically tells him to have her killed in season one yep but then in season five he's like you know we've been having this kind of idea of what a potential ruler who could break the wheel would be Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's had all kinds of plans going on. He has. That's what made, that's what makes this show so great. All the secondary characters mean something. They're not just there, you know? Yeah. That's the difference. All different chess pieces. Like watching a giant chess match over eight seasons. So now with all of that, um, if we were to switch gears a little bit, do you guys have a top battle scene at all? Because mm. there were so many battle scenes. There were so many dialogue scenes. Which top battle scene really sticks out in your mind where you're just like, I could watch that a hundred times and never get sick of it. For me personally, visually, everything was the best. And I, I, I'm sorry, I don't remember what episode it was, but it was the one where um, it was Jamie Lannister and the uh, Dothraki and uh, uh, Daenerys, and she blows everybody up with the dragon and kills the Tullys yes. at the end. Oh, the, the visual totally going, love where they're one. entering the plane. I mean, it looks like something out of like an old West movie um, and full of color and vibrant. It was just amazing. Just visually stunning left and right. That one was 
Oh, it might have been. Yes. When you think Jamie died, he's descending down into the water. And there's a scene of him like approaching the dragon, and Daenerys is sitting on the dragon. He's just charging right at them. Oh my god, phenomenal! I mean, even though I I do like the Battle of the Bastards, I think overall I was going to say Battle of the Bastards. Overall, I I could rewatch that episode more than Battle of the Bastards. Because I've seen Battle of the Bastards a few times. I even went to see it in IMAX when it came out in theaters, and it was phenomenal. What? It was phenomenal on, on the big yeah, screen. That sequence where, it, you know, it's like they took the ideas of Braveheart and they zoomed out. Because Braveheart has all these zoom in, quick right, action right, right. cut shots, and they zoom out and they really show the chaos, the, the devastation, consequences yes. of all the, just the large scale. Just the of piles it. of bodies, and they're fighting on top of the piles of bodies. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Yeah, Josh, you got one. Bastards. I mean, I think that was for me. That was a pretty iconic moment, at least to see. Uh, For me, just the fact that they captured Ramsey. I hate Ramsey so bad that I was glad Mm -hmm. to see that (laughs) (laughs) there is a resolution to him. Oh wow! So uh, yeah, that's what I like this a lot. Oh for sure. um, The Watchers on the Wall is uh, the end of season four, and they have a sequence where they do that continuous shot. For like, you know, oh, I it's only that. like yeah, yeah. three or five minutes, but everybody does their action sequences. That must have taken forever to choreograph and shot. You know, it's like Birdman, where it takes so long to get all these fighting things. People are being kicked down the stairs, getting shot by arrows and fighting with swords. And we're just panning the entire area of Castle That's fantastic. And then you have Egret die and yeah, everything. That whole oh. sequence was fun. Oh, my God. Oh, that was oh. so heartbreaking. Yeah, so good. So well done. <laughs> totally. Because who didn't like Egret? Oh, yeah. I mean, she was she was definitely a top character. Well, Kit but... Harrington definitely likes her. <laughs> you know, well, that's for sure. That, that brings up, there was a point where, like, in season two, you know, they're just marching back in the north. And she's like, have you ever laid with a woman, Jon Snow? And she's like, I don't even think you know how to do it. And I want Jon so badly to just say, stick him with the pointy end. Yeah. <laughs> to do the whole season one thing, and he doesn't. I want him to say it so badly. Uh, <laughs> stick him with the pointy end. Oh, that's hilarious. Oh, that would have been classic. <laughs> been. Yeah, I'm... Um, so, uh, sorry, back to yeah. the, like, the battles. Uh, but um, the one thing that really sticks out in my mind is... Um, uh, only the beginning of it was Blackwater, mm-hmm. the Battle That's of Blackwater, episode, so yeah. where that tension and you don't know what's going to happen because Tyrion really hasn't told anybody what he's planning. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they fire one arrow to just decimate them, yeah. set off this green <laughs> flames over all these boats was insane oh, looking. Yeah. But the rest of the battle almost felt like they were doing it like on a set. Like I, I didn't really care for the rest of the battle, but the beginning beginning of that where the tension and all that stuff was just amazing. Yeah. And that's actually where Tyrion gets his big scar across his face. Yeah. Yep. No, that whole episode is phenomenal, yeah. especially when they're all talking inside and uh we have Sansa with uh is, yeah, Cersei, with Cersei talking to Sansa. God, phenomenal yeah. stuff, dude, in that episode. Yeah, even the way it ended, you know, with uh, the Lancers coming Cersei's in. Cersei's going to kill Tommen. God, so great. And that part, too, was like, <laughs> oh, my God, it's so great. So good. Yeah. Um, and 
I know that uh, he was gone a long while ago, but what about Hodor? Oh, yeah. Learning Hold the, the backstory no, on no. Hodor. That might be the saddest Hold moment Hold. for oh, me. Uh, that's what my question was going to be. What's your saddest <laughs> moment? Yeah, I yeah. think that's it. Uh, when yeah. we find I'm out that his whole man. life is ruined by Bran. <laughs> the, and the king. <laughs> Willis can speak perfectly fine, and right. Bran comes along and ruins his entire life. <laughs> Pretty Bran's much. ruined the whole series. God, I feel so oh, bad for wow. That poor guy. Oh, oh saddest, so saddest moment. I Yeah, that's yeah. probably got a top one for me. I'm, I can't, can't think of anything. Ooh, I guess yeah. when Shireen dies, maybe. Yeah. It's pretty sad yeah, for Davos. Was, I don't think it was as sad as Holder. Yeah, I think Holder was definitely the saddest, though. I was like, oh, my God. Anytime, anytime an animal dies. Oh, sure. Oh, oh yeah. Terrible. When they kill Rob's wolf, Grey Wind, yeah. it's like, in why? season three. Yeah. Like, why do you need to do that? That was sad. <laughs> yeah. And they cut well, his and head then they off used and they the wolf's head yep. and paraded with the head. Yep. Oh, oh, that was tough, that was tough. man. <laughs> that was wild. When they lost Viserion, that was probably more hurtful than when they lost Rhaegal. Mm. When the Night King throws the yeah. spear at it, and he does that scream and falls into the frozen yeah. lake. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was hard yeah. for sure. But come on, if we're gonna do top, top uh, saddest moments, yeah, Jon Snow not petting his dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's season eight. We don't want to talk about that. <laughs> season eight. We're not talking about season There's too eight. Too many sad moments that happened in that season. <laughs> uh, oh, for sure. <laughs> You know, also, so what is kind of maybe your favorite long-winded point of discussion, you know, dialogue, whatever? Because for me, I think it's the Beatle speech. I was going to say that, too. Tyrion is talking to Jamie. He's about to go see the trial by combat, and he Uh talks about his cousin smashing Beatles into the ground. Master Beatles. And I was obsessed. Why is he doing this? I couldn't sleep. I'd have dreams of beetle husks (laughs) for miles. I was just so obsessed. And why do you think he was doing it? And Jamie's like, I don't know. End scene. Yep, end scene. That's (laughs) it. I don't know. Okay. God, there's so many great ones. I think, God. Yeah, Mm. that's hard to say because, I mean, they all kind of, yeah, they... There's just so many of them. Oh, yeah, a lot of the stuff. Tyrion, Tyrion on trial is Tyrion amazing. On trial, Tyrion, to, <laughs> Tyrion on trial. Tyrion on trial. Tyrion talking great. to anybody. Varys talking to anybody behind the you know behind the scenes. Oh. Littlefinger Little and Varys always they had have, really right? good lines yeah. together. Oh I love yeah, seeing awesome them together. on screen together. together. When they together. were yeah, oh when God. they were on together, they always had solid ep- or solid um, dialogue. Oh, it was wait. wonderful. Mm-hmm. They were like best yes. friends. It was wonderful. <laughs> they were yeah. like best friends. <laughs> it's just so great. They were to best see friends that hated together. each other. That yeah. was the crazy part. Yeah, I mean, they both had different ideas of what they wanted for the realm and different ways of doing it. But yeah, it was interesting to see how each one was gonna, you know, play off each other and go their own different way. Even though they're supposed to be playing on the same team together for you know the king. Now, do you guys have like a like a unsung hero someone in the background that just ended up being a hero that you know Uh, you hmm. just really totally enjoyed i like tormund (laughs) who doesn't like tormund i know that's a great character he's not really unsung i'm trying to think smaller scale (sighs) smaller scale yeah someone on the smaller scale for sure and i don't mean Tyrion. (laughs) 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 well i really enjoyed all the uh the women of dorne okay those 
those women when well the when they fought the snakes it was awesome watching one had a whip one had uh, i don't know nunchucks or something daggers, like that yeah. <laughs> the daggers yeah and one it was has awesome the long, uh, spear 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 yeah they were great together i loved watching every time they were on screen together it was so much fun right. i mean they didn't have great dialogue but they're their fighting styles was just cool to watch. Would you consider Yora Mormont as a unsung hero or not? I guess he is. I guess he was sung. Mormont. Jora he, Mormont? He's pretty, I mean, he's pretty main, though. I guess so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't mm. know. I'm trying to think of anybody else that was Yeah, really... I'm trying to think lesser than that. And all I can think of is, like, Podrick or something. That's why I thought that was my first guess was Podrick, but eh. <laughs> a stupid Podrick grin. Gendry was a pretty good one, too. Gendry had a wild ride. Yeah. How about that little fat kid that Arya stabs right at the start of season one? The first <laughs> oh, guy that that and he made it all the way to the end without... Oh, oh no, oh, I'm talking about the baker. Yeah, yeah I'm not talking mind. about Hot Pie. I'm talking oh, about, the about the little fat kid she the, stabs. Oh, the and one. then she tells Hot Pie, I'm good at killing little fat kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. That was about, uh, did y'all see Jojen? Oh yeah, I think he did pretty good. Yeah, I guess you can say he was uh, helping Bran sure. discover who he was. Yeah, died for the greater cause. Oh, the little blonde mm-hmm. guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, him and mm-hmm. his sister. Yep. yep. Oh, what about his sister? Which also makes me think the of sister who carried him yeah, around the whole time for nothing. <laughs> Well, and then the wildling woman who was Osha. supposed to protect Brand. Oh, she helps Rickon yeah. after yeah. that. Yeah, right, right. Rickon, that's job. yeah. She was a fun character to watch yeah. too, because I, always, I actress, kept thinking, I her. what is she gonna do to get out of the like? Obviously, she felt like a prisoner being at Winterfell, right. but at the same time, she really wasn't. What was she gonna do to you know? Was she gonna eventually you know kidnap the kids and then maybe? You know, try and get money. Just I don't know, but she ended up being a good character. Yeah, no, she was good. Good actress, good character. I don't know if I really For liked sure. her ending, but yeah, it would would have been interesting to see her continue on a bit longer. Could you could you remind me what her ending was? Because so I, don't I believe that she was killed <laughs> by yeah that Winterfell. Yeah. I believe. Yeah, Ramsey. Remember oh, he was by Ramsey. Uh, uh, he see, I knew there was a reason I didn't like yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah. She was trying to kill him. You know, Lady Elena is pretty key. But she had some really good sequences and one before season five, like <laughs> yeah. seasons one through four. She she's really or seasons two through four. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she, she has some one. really great lines. Oh yeah, and another great actress. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. one of the Avengers. She was the Queen yeah. of Thorns, not correct? Luke Cage, or not Luke Iron <laughs> Fist guy. What's his name? <laughs> not Luke what's Cage. Not Iron Fist's name? No, what's Iron Fist's name? Jamie Lannister. He's terrible. <laughs> like Iron Fist? I don't know. <laughs> you know. What? what oh, are we talking about the yeah, same yeah. show? Marjorie's <laughs> brother. What's his name? Oh, 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 I forgot that Lawrence. he was Iron Fist. I totally forgot that he was that guy. Oh, yeah, he's yeah. terrible as Iron Fist and he's, he's terrible, terrible as Lord. He's terrible at everything. He's terrible at life. <laughs> oh my God. What a uh, He's just a terrible <laughs> actor and somehow he keeps getting roles. I don't yeah, get it. Yeah, right? Holy cow. Good thing he died. <laughs> Whoa, jeez. Oh, Not in real life. I don't know if he's real dead. I'm talking about the character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I'm glad he's done. No bueno. Yeah, because, I mean, he was sitting there. Obviously, he was trying to string everything along, too, with uh, even the whole Sansa thing, walking through the gardens with Sansa. And, yeah. Don't worry. I really like you. <laughs> but I've got a boyfriend. But that's a right. secret. <laughs> you know, shout out to Cal Drago right at the start. Yeah. When he Short-lived. pours the hot gold on Viserys. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Here's your 
bunch of crowns. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. A golden crown for a golden king or something like yeah. that. Yeah. That was a great scene. Great moment. Because I couldn't stand that other guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Daenerys well, here's the thing about too. that character, though. Daenerys' brother. Uh, around the end when they were like, oh, well, Jon Snow is the son of Daenerys' brother. I kept thinking that it was that guy, but it was a totally different character that we never right. meet. We just see him in a scene where he's getting married to a Stark yeah, woman. Yeah, they look alike. Leanna. Leanna. Leanna Stark. Leanna of There's Troy. your unsung hero. She is the unsung hero. <laughs> she Everything is. is based on Leanna. If there's no Leanna Stark, there's, there's no, no story. Robert starting a war. There's no rebellion. There's nothing. nothing. Yeah. There's nothing. <laughs> so there you go. Pour one out for Leanna, Leanna Stark. <laughs> and then That's season right. five, the there's feather. no brand at all. In the entirety of season five. There's no brand, but the he's important. The best story. The best story yeah. What? Hold on. <laughs> Which usually I would think that would be great. Usually, <laughs> that's when he was still interesting, though. Yeah. That's Before true. he full on became Three Eyed Raven, when he's traveling the past and he's learning what he's done, they did hardly any of that. Really, they yeah. kind of dabble in it in mm-hmm. season six. Yeah, it's strange. You would think that they would have seen how he would end up being an important character at the end, but mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. Hey, yeah. They made their choices. And they stuck with and it. And then, you know, so we have the interesting connection of John is kind of rebirth from death. You know, the Red Woman brings him back at right. the start of season six. And then Daenerys ends up, you know, loving him. But she also loves someone who was brought back from the dead in Cal. But he's brought back in a different way. Oh, and yeah. So it's with a the really Black Witch or something connection. like that? I never thought about that. <laughs> yeah. That is interesting. Because all I can think of is she that likes whole dead dudes. Yeah, like, what is this about dead dudes? It's like weekend. And it's a good thing she didn't get a good her. look of the Night King. <laughs> <laughs> she would have fallen head over heels. <laughs> <laughs> look at all this dead. That's why oh she was flying way up there. She wasn't on the front lines. <laughs> yeah. Don't get, a, don't get a good look at that guy. I mean, that opening sequence when she rises out of the fire. You know, she steps into the fire when they're burning yeah. him and they're burning that witch who makes him into that when the east ri- or the sun rises out of the west. Right. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, and she has the little dragons on her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shout out to the dragons. I don't even care. They're probably Those my favorite characters. They are. <laughs> dragons are the best thing Well, ever. and who would have thought that they would have been as cool as they... I mean, they actually used them fairly decently. By the end, yes. When Daenerys locks the two dragons in the Pyramid of Marine. Because Drogon burns the little kid, and she doesn't have Drogon, so, oh, you other two, you're guilty by association, you're yes. locked down here. And they're locked there for, like, two seasons. Those poor things, man. <laughs> I know, it feels bad. They somehow grow, even though they're locked in this underground basement. Uh, yeah, they're not supposed Tyrion to. Tyrion to, to let her figure out that they need to be free. Or he freed yep. them, right? Yeah, it took Tyrion. Oh, you know what? We still haven't even brought up Sam at all. Aw, Sam. Oh, Sam. <laughs> Sam. He's the one who's supposed to be the he's writer a, of the story, man. Well, there, there is a great part where those two guys are about to rape Gilly, and he steps up, and he gets his ass beat. Yeah. And then he stands up again. And he this, keeps getting yeah, up. Yeah, he gets yeah. up again. And then Ghost comes and saves the day. And then I was like, you know, that's actually pretty impressive. He didn't know Ghost was showing yeah, up. Yeah, he's he ready to do. Nope. He's going to die for his woman. <laughs> he's a good guy. It's 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 interesting. Yeah, people sure. mentioned it. I know it's, it's going off of Salmon and other characters of how... Easily they can get beat up, get stabbed, and still walk away. And be I okay. know. Uh, and then guys. other characters yeah, get right? stabbed once and they die. <laughs> <I know>. Right? 
Yeah, then you get Jamie. Good lord. You got kebobbed. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh. Um, whatever. We didn't even talk uh, What about, about the group of guys at the wall who uh, were fighting that giant in the tunnel? I hate that that happened off screen. I would have yeah, loved to have seen to see more happened. of that. Yeah. God, when did that happen? Oh, that was the Battle of the Wall. Yeah. Uh, season you know, four, episode nine. Of the, Watchers the giant, of the Wall. There's a point where <laughs> the guys are up on the top of the wall and they pointed down to shoot arrows at the wildlings and. They drop like this big barrel or something, and the one giant goes and he throws it up at the top of the wall, and it hits one of the guys, and he goes flying. Yeah. He's like, out of there, man! <laughs> <laughs> code, man. I laughed so much at that sequence. That was a great moment. That was hilarious. And then right, right in season six, Mag the Mighty comes through, and it's right when they're trying to bring John back. You know, from the dead, and this one guy shoots like the one arrow oh, at him. Right, he grabs arrow. him by the yes. leg and smacks him in the wall. His head just explodes. I love the Giants too. Oh, the Giants are great. Good times. Shout out to the Giants. Uh, Drink that milk. How about the Walk of Shame for Cersei? Oh, I yes. love the Walk of Shame. Talk about turning her into an even more evil character. That, oh, I know. That whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Funny, funny side note. When I was at Comic-Con in Line H, a guy tried to cut the line. And everyone that year, I think that must have been the same year it shame. happened. Everyone shamed him. It was hilarious. <laughs> he got walked out by security. We're like, shame, shame. Oh, good times. What a great scene. <laughs> yep. You know, that, that season five, that whole finale of season five, that's probably my favorite finale of the individual seasons. Just because you have that shame walk. You have yeah. John being killed. You have Arya turning blind, and then you have Marcella being killed right in Jamie's arms after she says, I know you're my dad. Mm-hmm. Jamie gets to be dad for like five seconds or yep. something. And then Sansa and Reek are dead. There's no they died right at that point. That that was the stupidest sequence of anything I've ever seen. They jumped off like a fifty mm-hmm. foot wall. Okay. Oh, Snow fine. is in the pillow. They're, <laughs> oh, they're dead. Yeah. They're both dead, or at least they broke their legs. Snow's a pillow. <laughs> no man, it's Assassin's <laughs> Creed. It's Assassin's Creed. You know? Creed. Just flipped over that other chick that Ramsey likes. Right? You know, they flipped her on the other side of the wall, and her head explodes when she hits the ground. And then they jump over on the other side of the wall. They're good. It's fine. It's fine. It's all God, good. God, I hated that. Well, sequence, they know the soft spots ending, there. They're from there. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's true. The they knew there was hay the below it. Storm. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> that was the storm that stopped Sans or stopped Stannis from proceeding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's right. That snow was <laughs> rock hard. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was definitely oh. a bale of hay underneath there. They were fine. Checks out. Yeah, they were a okay. Checks out. But no, that ending though, a lot of bad stuff happens. I would have loved if that was the end of season eight. Just all kinds of bad stuff happened. I don't need any redemption of yeah. anybody. Right? Any it leaves you like broken. <laughs> uh, yeah, they had to give us all the happy endings. Tied up yeah, in a nice already bow. being blind, man. That was a good story arc, too. That was. How about that little girl, whatever oh, her name is, who Arya. beats Arya with a stick oh, and just she hates was her? Oh, badass. Yeah. Holy Constantly, cow. Yeah. <laughs> kind of I didn't like hero. her at all. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't like her at really all. <laughs> Almost killed her and everything. Holy cow. Maybe it was just the haircut. <laughs> Maybe it was the haircut. <laughs> she got really mad. She wanted to, yeah, got her hair done. Speaking but, of uh, Arya, I, one of my uh, one of my top scenes. I loved when she and Brienne did the little fight in season seven. Oh yeah, where they fought each other and they're kind of like mm-hmm. teaching you. Teaching I mean, her. it was yeah, it was just like a friendly battle. The foreshadowed you know, dagger or, drop. Uh huh. It was. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. Did, have you watched the gif of her flipping that dagger? In mm-hmm. her hand, like for for uh, the Brienne mm-hmm. fight, it is phenomenal. Yeah. 
Yeah, she's great. Yeah, give it a, give it a look up. No, they're all they all became really great uh, with swords and stuff. It's uh, and season God, one sword fights are tough to watch. Those are ragged. Mm, when you go yeah. the later seasons, they didn't know how to choreograph sword fights. It takes at time. All. <laughs> it takes time. You know, <laughs> but they they all learned as a cast. That's and why Jamie was the best back then. Yeah, because nobody knew how to fight. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> oh, look how Jamie great I am. <laughs> so, is there anything in the show? that you would really have a hard time watching again. If you had to go back and rewatch and go, Ooh, I don't know if I can watch that again. Um, Outside of the obvious. Uh, no. Yeah. Uh, probably uh, yeah. any of the, any of the stuff with the, uh, uh, the priest, the, uh, the high sparrow, the high sparrow yeah, the high stuff. Pretty tough to watch. Oh my I just, God. I can't That's what I that. skip it. Ugh, can't sit through so it. boring. Yeah. yeah. That'd be the only thing. That I can think of because all the, the gruesome stuff, I don't mind. I, I don't have a problem with the high sparrow that much. When you think of his motives as more like little finger style motives, yeah. like he goes, he pretends this holier than thou idea. But when you have this whole thing that us commoners could rise up together and overtake an empire, he says that line right about before he's going to get blown up by I, Cersei. Yeah, it's, but he, he shows his true motives. Yeah. I think I just didn't my i just didn't like the individual scenes i like i like the character i like his motives and everything the whole story arc is great it's just i don't know it just bored me oh yeah i don't disagree that's all. with that yeah just those scenes i couldn't do yeah I I, it bored me as well even the whole like having all of the sparrows run around and uh yeah. club people. and capture people it was <laughs> so lame <laughs> and then they cut like they cut pentagrams into their head or something like that. Yeah, I don't know. It was just, it just, yeah. That did any nothing scenes for with me. Tommend, man. That was like the worst. Just <laughs> tell bland. He was to so go slice boring. up all those club holding guys. Here we have swords, you have sticks. Let's see who wins. <laughs> yeah, you have you have potato bags on and we have armor. I think we're good. Yeah, Tommen. Good yeah. thing he jumps out yeah. the window. Yep. Shout out to that window. He definitely wasn't a Lannister. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was not a Lannister, was he? He was the, the weak the weak link in that family. I just thought of another unsung yeah? hero. Lady Leanna. Oh, yeah. Lady Leanna Mormont. Sure. Where oh. she takes out that yeah. dragon. Or the yeah. giant, yeah. I mean, obviously, there was really no reason for her to do that, but it was oh, still Oh, she became a really fan cool. favorite. That's why they did it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, she's only yeah. supposed to have that one scene, you know, maybe one or two that lines. The King of the North yeah. Yeah, speech that she gives. Yeah. Fantastic. Yep. For her being what? She was like, it looked like she was a nine-year-old yeah. or something like that. <laughs> and she's making this big, dominating speech. Yeah, she did great. Yeah, yeah she turned the One scene I didn't like was the end of season two where the White Walker looks over at Sam. Sam stumbles behind the other two guys <laughs> and... The White Walker looks at him yeah. and then keeps going. Yeah. That was weird. No. I never explained it. You need and they just guys keep for your going. army. I'm killing you and you're one of our army. We're not leaving <laughs> some living guy, regardless if you don't think he's a threat or not. <laughs> yeah, that was a weird moment. Well, and oh, how did he even get out of that situation? Yeah. They just cut to black after that. They show a gigantic army of the dead and he's hanging out behind a rock. And then they go to black. Yeah. Right. Oh, uh, like, it's just like, dude, it's just how like, does he times. get out of that situation? It's like Trevor said, he's a storyteller, so he had to be the one to tell the story about it. No, they do yeah. mention the it. And, um, like, we need, oh, author guy. Cool. I won't in, bother you. Yeah, the story in a, that press thing. In, that in, a, <laughs> in the book, A Storm of Crows, they actually tell you how they, how he gets out of that scene. And for the life of me, I can't even remember. <laughs> I just remember oh, he got on, surrounded. I'm like, what the hell? How did he get out? I, th- I thought he fought his way out. So I don't remember the White Walker looking at him or doing anything like that. 
I don't yeah. know. Well, it definitely happened. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess. It's off screen. <laughs> well, then uh, ask you this, Frog. I was talking screen? to Trevor yeah. a while back and said, uh, what, ha- what was the reasoning for the Night King taking the babies? They never really, I mean, to me, they never explained it. They don't really explain it in the books well, either. I don't think it was so. a Night King. Well, I think they show it was, the Night King no, that one, the last that was baby the Night King. The, yeah. That one episode, the White Walker takes him on horseback through all these realms in the snow, and he finally puts the little baby on the table and yep. his eyes turn blue. Which is a great I scene. Know. I love that scene. I, I, I don't know what the point was. Do they age? Do they become future White Walkers? That's my only guess. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, the Night King isn't really a big presence in the books, so I'm not too sure. They definitely beefed him mm, up for this. Well, yeah. The Night King's not a very big presence <laughs> in, the, in the show either. Oh, man. I don't know. Yeah, as Molly guesses that he was making him one of his White Walkers, and that was it, I guess. <laughs> Who knows? All right, I just mm. had to get that in just before a cool I scene. Task. That's all. I mean, honestly, we could sit here all night long and, and talk just talk about Game of Thrones. It's easy. <laughs> we really could. It really is we're, very we're easy. At one hour. Everything about this show so is very I fun. Think, uh, yeah, we're at one hour now. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. But overall, this is still, I think, probably one of, if not the best shows ever made. Yeah, I agree. So. Oh, phenomenal. for sure. I, all, this is on my top list. Easily definitely top, top five. I can't believe I wasted so long to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. I think definitely. Josh, yeah, right, like man. That. We're glad that you finally caught up yeah, for this. Yeah. It's worth it, regardless <laughs> of what happened at the end. You can't take away yeah. all of the things we've discussed over the past hour. Yeah. No, and it's a lot. It's true for, exactly, it's true for a lot of sure. shows that last a long time. They may they may fumble the ending a bit, but the journey was fantastic yeah. and well worth it, in my opinion. Yeah. And no joke, if you've already watched it all the way up to season eight and everything like that, give it a rewatch. Yeah. This is this is my message to the crowd: give it a rewatch because there's stuff that happens in season one that alludes to something that'll happen in season four or season six, you know, it's, it's crazy to think that like, it's just stuff that you just gloss right over in season one, the first time you watch it. And then the second time you're like, Oh my God, I can't believe they're bringing up X, Y, Z or and one thing that really sticks in my mind is season one. Like I think it was episode two where uh, one of the prostitutes is talking about how she she knew all these people. She's been able to travel all over the world and she came across a man who could change his faces, uh, you know, mm-hmm. by just in an instant, he can yeah, change his face. His we don't actually meet that character for another like season and a half or so. Yeah. yeah they laid a lot of yeah, groundwork. Really just... And we don't even know that he does right. that until like a whole nother season after that. Yeah, it's just a greater appreciation. Once you do watch the whole thing and you go back, you have a greater appreciation for all the little things that they put in. And they some of them pay off. Some of them don't. But the only problem for me on a rewatch now that season eight is over is that you see little things that tie to Daenerys and like John. And it's like their paths don't make sense. Those are the only distractions. But if you focus on kind of the episode by episode of those 50 minutes to an hour that they present... Amazing. Yeah. yeah, amazing work. So I yeah. recommend it. Recommend the rewatch. Yeah. And yeah. definitely don't let season eight ruin the whole show for you because it really is yeah. just wonderful all the way through. Sweet. Well, that's all I got. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everyone, thanks for joining. Be sure to tune into our regularly scheduled podcast. This is the last one of our Game of Thrones special editions. But guess what? There's plenty of other TV shows and movies that we might go into special editions in the future. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Secondary Heroes. And don't forget to check us out over on Mixer.com slash Secondary Heroes every Thursday at 7.30 p.m. Pacific time, where we team up to achieve that second place victory. 
And if you haven't already, please rate and review our podcast on iTunes. It helps us a ton to get more viewers and just to get, you know, we want more of you guys to tell your friends and all that stuff. So thanks. To everyone listening, we hope you enjoyed and we'll talk to you next time. All right, prog out. See y'all. Adios. Adios.